0: Hey, and welcome to The Short Stuff. I'm Josh, and there's Chuck. And, uh, yes, Dave is here in spirit. I don't think I even need to say it. Maybe next time I'll say it is when Dave's actually here. How about that?
1: He's a disembodied spirit.
0: That's right, Chuck. Nicely done, because this is a Halloween-esque, Halloween-ish, nay, Halloween-y short stuff episode.
1: (laughs) Yeah. In October, we try and throw throw you a couple of bones. Mm Mm-hmm. From the skeleton <laughs> dangling from behind you. That's right. Nicely done. <laughs> so dumb. I know. I think we explained jack lanterns at some point.
0: We did. I a, know we did. We did a Halloween episode that we could either redo or re-release. It was a good okay. one. Okay. Yeah, but we definitely talked about jack lanterns in that one. I think. Well, we're gonna do it again. Okay. Uh, yeah, because I don't really recall the story, but it, the whole idea of jack lanterns is that they're based on a Irish legend. Of a man named Stingy Jack, who's fascinating, but you probably wouldn't have wanted to be friends with him.
1: No, not Stingy Jack. (laughs) No. (laughs) Which is how I read it in my head four
0: times. Until just now when I said Stingy?
1: No, I finally figured it out because it's pretty obvious where he gets that name. Okay, I was still very Mm thick-headed and saying Stingy Jack in my
0: head. (laughs) (laughs) But why was he Stingy?
1: Well, he was Stingy because his legend has it. Uh, Stingy Jack was hanging around, said, uh, the devil comes walking by and he says, Hey, devil, let's go have a cool one. You could use that. And the devil said, sure, let's do it. So Stingy Jack at the end of this, uh, this little drinking sesh says, uh, I'm a little light devil. I don't have uh, I forgot my wallet. If you could help me out here, uh, turn yourself into a coin so we can pay and get out of here. Mm-hmm. So the devil's like, all right, no harm, no foul. I'll turn myself into a coin. Boop. And then Jack says, aha, I've got you. I'm going to put you in my pocket, and I'm going to put you next to that silver cross, and you are just going to stay there as a little coin. Sorry, devil.
0: Yeah, no word on how he got away without paying the drinks in the first place, but he yeah, got his drinks, <laughs> and he got to keep the devil coin. Uh, and then finally the devil's like, come on, dude, I have things to do. Please let me out of your pocket. And Stingy Jack said, okay, I'll let you out, but you have to promise not to bug me for a full year. And the devil said, fine, whatever, I don't care. And the so, devil said, you invited me for drinks. <laughs> right. <laughs> he said, well, I didn't realize you are going to bother me. Um, so the devil, being a fine upstanding devil, uh, said, I will honor that agreement and left Jack alone. Uh uh, sometime around the next year, Jack got in touch with his old friend Devil, who by this time had forgotten that Jack had kept him trapped as a coin in his pocket, said, hey, you want to hang again? The devil said, sure. And I guess somehow Stingy Jack got it in the devil's head that the devil should climb a tree and pick him a piece of fruit. And that didn't go according to plan as far as the devil's concerned, though, did it?
1: No, it didn't, because the devil climbs up the tree and Jack's like, I got you again, devil. Look, I've carved the sign of the cross into the tree bark, so you can come down. And um, how about this? Don't bother me for 10 years.
0: Right. And not only that, if I die, you can't take my soul. And the devil's like, good Lord, this guy really drives a hard bargain, <laughs> but okay, fine. I'll agree to all these terms. And not only will I agree to them, being the devil, a fine, upstanding devil that I am, I will honor these terms. I will not go back on my word. And he didn't. He didn't because Stingy Jack died and the devil didn't try to take his soul. As a matter of fact, wouldn't let him in hell and God wouldn't let him in heaven. So Stingy Jack was left to roam the earth.
1: That's right. And if you're wondering what all this rigmarole has to do with Mm jack-o'-lanterns, he was sent off in the dark, had, like you said, couldn't go to heaven, couldn't go to hell, stuck in between, Mm -hmm. and had a burning coal to light his way, and he put that coal into a carved-out turnip, Mm -hmm. and he was known by the Irish as Jack of the Lantern.
0: Yes, but the Irish never said the word of in their entire lives, the entire history of the (laughs) Irish, so that's where we get Jack of Lantern.
1: That's right. Uh, And that turnip, depending on where you were in the world, and this legend uh, moved around, Uh, That turnip might become a potato. It might become a beet if Mm -hmm. you're in England. Or Or if you're in the United States, one thing we have a lot of is pumpkins.
0: Yes. So when you're carving a jack-o'-lantern, you're paying homage to a double-dealing, Satan-advantage-taking Irish guy named Stingy Jack.
1: I love it. So there's uh, part one. We're going to take a break, and we're going to mix it up just a little bit. And go tangentially, tangentially?
0: (laughs) That's absolutely right.
1: Jack-o'-lantern related right after this.
0: Okay, Chuck, we're back and we're talking about now, nothing that has to do with Jack. well, I guess a little bit, like you said, tangentially, um, one of the better, well, not better, one of the first ghost stories in American history. I think one of the,
1: I mean, there's, of course, been a lot of great ghost stories since, but The Legend of Sleepy Hollow is is great.
0: It is great, but if you've read other Washington Irving short stories, he's actually written much scarier stuff than that. That's a little more tongue-in-cheek than some of the other scarier stuff he's written. All right. Fair enough. It's fine, though. <laughs> uh, so,
1: The Legend of Sleepy Hollow concerns uh, the Headless Horseman, and that I think if you're a kid, um, even if all you ever saw was that Disney cartoon, the idea of the Headless Horseman is is utterly terrifying.
0: Yes, Totally. Absolutely. One of the more terrifying figures in American history, American lore.
1: Agreed. Uh, And it takes place in the real Sleepy Hollow in Westchester County, New York. Mm -hmm. And it is about a new man in town, this sort of lanky, goofy schoolmaster, Ichabod Crane, who is in love with and courts Katrina, or thinks he's in love, with Katrina von Mm Tassel. And when he is rebuffed at a party by Katrina, he, that headless horseman appears seemingly out of nowhere and chases him down, uh, and he vanishes.
0: Yeah, Ichabod Crane is never found or heard from That's right. Again. Um, there's
1: that jack-o'-lantern, because, you know, he's, he throws that flaming jack-o'-lantern in the cartoon.
0: Right. Well, in the story, uh, the, the headless horseman throws his head and connects with Ichabod Crane's head and knocks him off of his horse, and um, all that's found near that spot is, the next day is a smashed pumpkin, so it's not entirely clear whether it was a headless horseman or somebody playing a prank or whatever. But um, if it was all in Ichabod Crane's imagination, but the upshot is is that he was never heard from again, which is pretty mysterious. Um, the thing that's so cool about the legend of Sleepy Hollow, though, and what makes it so interesting, is that Washington Irving, like, kind of interwove fact and fiction to come up with this tale. Um, quite brilliantly, actually. I think that's one of the reasons why it is so, so creepy is because you hear, like, oh, wait, there's a real town called Sleepy Hollow in New York. Stuff like that, you know? I wonder if you go to Sleepy Hollow if there's uh, any sort of touristy things you can do. Oh, I would guess so. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what they do. I don't know, but I guarantee there's a... There's a, a headless horseman. Yeah, and I'm not sure if it's a thriving tourist industry, but I'll bet it's a pretty respectable tourist industry they got going on there, especially this time of year. Yeah, uh,
1: but you're right. He wove a lot of real things in there, uh, real locations, the old Dutch church, mm-hmm. um, the churchyard, Major Andres Tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, there may have been a real Ichabod crane. I mean, there was. We just don't know if there was any connection. Uh, I think the New York Times said there was an, uh, a Colonel Ichabod B crane. Mm-hmm who was uh, alive at the same time as Irving, who was a Marine, uh, enlisted in 1809 and served for 45 years in the Marines. But they really don't know if they met each other or if that name was just sort of a weird coincidence.
0: I don't think it was a coincidence. Um, Apparently, Washington Irving was a bit of a collector of weird Yankee names. Yeah. Um, In one of his stories, he mentions an actual New Yorker named Preserved Fish. But I think they would (laughs) have pronounced it preserved uh fish okay. but it's preserved fish when you see it written down <laughs> um and so they were the other kind of bit of of uh info that that connects them is that they were both stationed at Fort Pike i believe around the same time so it, it, they may not have ever met but uh um, Washington name. Irving probably did find the name it was like i am using that at some point
1: yeah and he's uh you know there've been stories of headless horsemen through the years i think the Grimm brothers which we did a pretty great episode on mm-hmm. two-parter quite a few years ago.
0: Yeah. Was that
1: a two-parter or was well, it? Well,
0: one was on the Grimm Brothers, the other was on folktales in general, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they wrote about headless horsemen. Uh, other uh, writers in other countries, I think um, in Holland and I think in Ireland, there were other legends of headless horsemen. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely something that he, you know, he had his influences. Uh, he was also a friend of Sir Walter Scott. And in 1796, Sir Walter Scott wrote The Chase, which was really just sort of an adaptation of a German poem, The Wild Huntsman, Mm -hmm. by Gottfried Bürger. Uh, And this was, uh, I think there was a Headless Horseman in that too, right?
0: Yes, there was he um had he was chased around by the hounds of hell for all eternity basically. So it wasn't like an entirely new thing, but one of the things one of the other things that makes it so creepy is that Washington Irving took a piece of actual like history of local new upstate New York history um and used that as the basis for his headless horseman. He said it was a Hessian mercenary. And there were Hessian mercenaries fighting in the Revolutionary War alongside the English. Wasn't it the English they were fighting with? I think it was. Uh. Yeah. Well, actually, they were probably fighting on either side because they were mercenaries and they didn't really care. But um, in this case, there was a Hessian mercenary who, at the Battle of White Plains around Halloween in 1776, got his head taken off by a cannonball. And it was such a remarkable Unlikely event that um, p- people wrote down in their journals about this. I can imagine the entire battle stopped and everybody went over and looked because that was just such a <laughs> nutso thing <laughs> that happened. But that was an actual event, and Washington Irving used that as the basis for his Headless Horseman.
1: That's right. Uh, and all of this to say is that maybe one reason why it was so popular to begin with because. He was weaving in these stories of folklore that other people had known, all these real places from the region that people knew were real places, and that probably made it just a bit more interesting than your average ghost story for the time. Definitely.
0: Uh, And it is a great ghost story, everybody. So go read it, okay? Okay? Are you asking me? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I'm looking for some support here. Yeah,
1: everybody, go read it. Do what Josh says already.
0: (laughs) So... Since Shook said that, everybody, uh, Short Stuff is out.
1: Stuff You Should Know is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite
0: shows.